You're listening to the Rocky Mountain Review on 90.5 FM KCSU Fort Collins for Thursday, April 27th. I'm Portia Cook, your news director, and I, along with Lee Zimpel, are the voices behind the Rocky Mountain Review news broadcast that airs every Tuesday and Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. As always, we here at the Rocky Mountain Review strive to give you the most up-to-date, unbiased, and factual news. On today's show, the Larimer County Engineering Department is updating the county's stormwater design standards. Find out how you can become a part of the discussion in local news with me and Colorado State University's annual concert that aims to bring nationally recognized performers to the community is right around the corner. Hear the rundown of what to expect at this year's Ram Fest in Campus News with Lee Zimpel. And transgender rights and issues have been in the national spotlight recently with a focus on trans youth, adults and lawmakers. Find out the latest updates on a one of its kind emergency ruling in Missouri and more in National News with Zimpel. And with that, let's move right into campus news with Zimpel. I'm Lee Zimpel reporting your campus news. Colorado State University's annual concert that aims to bring nationally recognized performers to the community is set to happen Thursday at the Moby Arena. Here's what you need to know for this year's Ramfest. This year, the headliner is Dayglow, which is an American indie pop project known for its upbeat lyrics and catchy beats. Dayglow was created in 2017 by Sloan Struble, who began making music in his college dorm. Their debut album, Fuzzy Brain, came out in 2018 and quickly caught attention. To see Dayglow this year at Ramfest, tickets will cost students $10, with other CSU community member tickets costing $20, and general public tickets sitting at $25. Doors at the Moby Arena will open at 6 Thursday evening. Here are just a couple things to keep in mind to stay prepared if you plan on going. Once you've bought a ticket, you can pick it up at the Lori Student Center's Campus and Information box office desk, which is preferred for a smoother entry to avoid long lines. Parking at the Moby lot will also be free after 4 p.m. in the designated A parking spots. Ramfest has a no-bag policy, so there won't be bag checks or storage for bags. Information for this update comes from CSU Source. That's all for Campus News. My name is Lee Zimpel. Up next is Portia Cook with local news. In local news, the Larimer County Engineering Department is updating the county's stormwater design standards. The current standards have not been updated since 2005 and will be updated to meet industry standards in accordance with the current volumes of the Mile High Food District Manual. These standards address the design of stormwater facilities, including culverts, storm sewers, open channels, bridges, and detention ponds, and provide information regarding the design submittals requirement for permitting and construction. If you have an opinion on the matter, a public meeting has been scheduled to provide a brief overview of the updated standards and allow time for questions. You can attend the meeting virtually via Zoom or in person at the Larimer County Administrative Services Building located at 200 West Oak Street right here in Fort Collins. The meeting will take place on May 18th from 11.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. The Zoom link for the meeting can also be found online at larimer.gov spotlights. Those who plan on making comments on the matter are urged to submit all comments prior to the meeting via email to devintraff at d. T-R-A-F-F at Larimer.org. That is DTRAF at Larimer.org prior to the meeting. In other local news, if you are looking to get involved and engaged with city leaders on topics you hold near to your heart, Our City Fort Collins has you covered. Our City Fort Collins is Fort Collins' hub for online engagement where community members can collaborate in all aspects of local government. 
Whether it's naming the next park, strategizing climate action efforts, reshaping the future of city streets, prioritizing what programs you want your tax dollars to support, or a number of other major city projects, community members just like you can join the conversation and help shape the future of Fort Collins. Current feature projects for engagement include the potential future uses of the former Hughes Stadium site, Escape and Soil Amendment, a proposed policy to ensure resilient Fort Collins landscape suited for our climate, a contract for trash, which is a citywide contract for trash and recycling collection, and 1041 regulations, which is an examination of creating local regulations for water and highway projects right here in Fort Collins. If you are looking to join the conversation on any of these matters, you can do so online at ourcity.fcgov.com. And that is all for your local news. Up next, FOCO MX is back. Find out what to expect at one of Fort Collins' largest music events in Events News with me after the break. Support for KCSU comes from the 15th annual FOCO Music Experiment taking place in downtown Fort Collins on April 28th and 29th. FOCO MX is a music festival that takes place every April and features over 300 Colorado bands and musicians at over 30 venues in Fort Collins. Plan your lineup and learn more at focomx.org. And I am back with your events news. If you are a music lover, you are in for a big treat this coming weekend. That's right. FOCO MX is back and is kicking off with a bang this Friday, April 28th. FOCO MX is one of Fort Collins' largest music events featuring a two-day music festival celebrating a diverse lineup of over 300 Colorado bands and artists on 30 stages situated around Fort Collins. The goal? To support all Northern Colorado musicians in our community through networking, education, and events while changing your life through the sounds of amazing music. The festival will kick off on Friday 28th and continue through April 29th. While the festival is open to all ages, some venues do have a 21 and up age restriction. So how does FOCO MX work? Well, there are 30 plus stages of music happening in a two day window from the afternoon into the late evening. So you can fit in as many live music events as you want or can. Many artists will be performing simultaneously and venue capacities are limited. So access is offered on a first come first serve basis. FOCO MX encourages you to plot out your schedule in advance and you can do that right on the FOCO MX website. Festival organizers have also strategically created lineups on multiple stages at one location for your convenience. So as soon as one stage ends, the other will kick off so you never miss a beat. Tickets, wristbands, and additional information for the event can be found online at focoma.org slash focomx. <laughs> 
And that is all for your events news. Up next, find out more about an emergency ruling in Missouri surrounding transgender rights in National News with Lee Zempel. DJ Special K. Be sure to tune in on Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. for my show, Down the Rabbit Hole, only on 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. In national news, in Missouri, a first-of-its-kind emergency rule that would restrict gender-affirming care for transgender youth and adults was set to take effect Thursday this week. But on Wednesday, a Missouri judge put a temporary hold on enforcement of the rule hours before it would have taken effect. This comes after transgender Missourians and healthcare providers sued to block the rule. Enforcement of the rule was pushed to Monday at 5 p.m. in order to give more time for a review, according to the judge who delayed it. Republican Attorney General Andrew Bailey, who established the rule, claimed it was a way to shield minors from what he described as experimental medical treatments. The rule will require people, regardless of age, to have documented proof of experiencing intense gender dysphoria for three years and at least 15 hours of sessions with a therapist over 18 months before any treatment. Patients would also be screened for any psychiatric mental health symptoms which would need to be treated and resolved before receiving care for transitioning. Transgender adults in Missouri have been bracing for losing access to gender-affirming treatments, with some considering the option of fleeing the state. Some patients would be allowed to keep the prescriptions while going through the required assessments. But oftentimes, depression, which is part of these assessments, is common for many transgender people. 23-year-old Ellie Bridgman, who identifies as transgender, is one of the many adults in Missouri planning for the day she'll lose access to treatment. She has depression and autism, which are both included in the symptoms to be treated and resolved before gender-affirming care under the rule. Bridgman said, quote, placing restrictions on transitioning for people with depression is just a way for them to completely bar us from transitioning at all. She said that for many transgender people, gender dysphoria is the cause of depression and that depression can't be treated without treating the underlying dysphoria. Transgender rights and issues have been in the national spotlight for months. Bud Light recently faced backlash and boycott threats after partnering with a transgender influencer in an advertisement. And after a decline in sales, the vice president of marketing and her boss are taking a leave of absence. Bud Light hasn't said whether or not they'd be coming back or if the leave is paid. And in a vote on Wednesday in Montana, a transgender lawmaker was barred from the GOP-led house after she protested their efforts to silence her after telling her colleagues that banding gender-affirming care for trans youth would result in them having blood on their hands. All information for this story comes from the Associated Press.
I'm Lee Zimpel, and that's all for National News. Next is CSU Sports with Eliza Drotar. My name is Eliza Drotar. This is your RMR Sports Report. In women's softball news, the team is now 27-13, and 13, with their most recent games against Iowa State being a win on the 21st and two losses back-to-back for the Rams. Their next matches will be this weekend against Fresno State here in Fort Collins. In outdoor track and field news, the Rams competed in both the Mines mini-meet in Golden, along with the Femme Gras power meet here in Fort Collins, hosted by your Colorado State Rams. Their next match will be this weekend at the Doug Max Invitational, also hosted by your Rams, before they head off to the Mountain West Conference in Fresno, California. In men's golf, the team competed in the Western Intercollegiate in Santa Cruz, California, where they tied fifth overall out of 14 before they are heading to the Mountain West Conference this weekend in Arizona. And finally, to end off the women's golf season, they competed in the Mountain West Women's Golf Championship. On the first day, they tied for fifth. On the second day, they tied for third. And on the final day, they were able to hold down third place in Rancho Mirage, California. The team will be heading off to the NCAA Women's Regionals in a few weeks. My name is Eliza Drotart. This has been your RMR Sports Report. The Poudre River Library District is a learning organization dedicated to providing open and equal access to intellectual freedom for the Larimer County community. At any of the three library locations, CSU students can use their RAM cards as library cards to stream movies and TV shows, access research databases, and check out books and equipment. Learn more at PoudreLibraries.org or by visiting one of the three public library locations. Portia Cook with your KCSU weather report. Partly cloudy skies this morning will give way to thunderstorms and gusty winds during the afternoon. The chance of rain this afternoon sits at about 60% with wind gusts around 40 miles per hour. It is definitely going to be an intense evening. Tonight, you can expect temps to drop to a high of 37 degrees. There is a 75% chance of rain moving into the night, sticking with those high 40 mile per hour winds. Moving into Friday, the rain gives way to mainly sunny skies and a high of 59 degrees. Friday night drops down to a high of 40 degrees with a few scattered clouds. As for the weekend Saturday, temps jump up just a bit to a high of 72 degrees. Sunday temps dropping just a bit to a high of 68. As for next week's weather, you can tune into the next episode of the Rocky Mountain Review only on 90.5 FM KCSU Fort Collins. I'm Portia Cook with your KCSU Weather Report. Information comes from the Weather Channel. And that is all for today. We would like to thank Damien Castile for our amazing theme music that's playing right now. I would also like to thank Lee Zempel, our news producer, Adam Carlson, as well as the rest of our staff here at KCSU and Rocky Mountain Student Media. We couldn't do this without you. Finally, we couldn't do this without you, dear listener. So thank you. 
If you missed any part of today's show, you can find the RMR podcast on kcsufm.com under the news or podcast section, or you can also find us on Spotify or anywhere else you listen to your podcast by searching KCSU News. And with that, we will see you next time. Thank you.